timing was a little bit off in there. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> it's dry in here, or it's, I don't know. I can't explain it, but my coughing has not gone away. I was really hoping it would go away, because I'm not a big fan of coughing. Call me crazy, but it's true. I don't like coughing. Do you like coughing? Coughing's not fun. Have you ever coughed so much, it just hurts all over? Yeah. It didn't happen to me today, but I remember it happening, and I don't want it to happen again. Happy Wednesday. This is Ask a Traffic Cop. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff. I'm here to help. And I may be sounding like I have a holes in my mouth because I do. I don't like coughing. Okay. With that said, hang on one second. Trying to cough so I don't have to cough in your ear. Um, Let's see what's going on. Okay. If you are watching, you may be on one of the following channels. And that's good because if you're on a different channel, I don't know where you are. But we are broadcasting on TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Kick, and the platform formerly known as X. No, the platform formerly known as Twitter, now referred to as X, and it just continues to confuse me because I'm not used to change. Change change is not good. I don't like change. Do you like change? Other than spare change, it's always good to find those quarters in the couch. All right. If you're on X, we can't actually hear you, which is not good. We want to hear you. So go to youtube.trafficcop.ca and join us on YouTube where we can actually see your questions. And uh, that's all I've got to say about that. I'll do my best to not um, rattle the candy in your ear because I know how that can be. All right. I want to make sure my audio is set up correctly because that has the a tendency to change when I'm not paying attention. It's like it's like the ghost of the machine. All right. Uh, Akela Draconis says, greetings and salutations. Glad you're feeling better. A day without Shapiro is like a day without sunshine, which would be... <laughs> I was not expecting that. Hmm. Stephen Bell says, hi, good morning. Uh, we've got uh, my magical... Uh, Mrs. who is assisting today uh, because J.D. is is out and about doing police stuff that requires them on the road. And I appreciate uh, Mrs. Shap for coming in and, and helping out. I really can, couldn't do it without you. Zombie, good morning to you. Stephen Bell had a great weekend. I'm glad to hear it. Um, oh, Kayla had whooping cough before. Yeah, I don't, any kind of cough. I don't like coughing. Don't like it. Big Jeff Fresh says good morning. Um, just uh, I should I should mention that if you're on TikTok, um, we have our, our our moderator, my wife, who is taking your questions and bringing them over onto um, the main platform so I can respond. Okay, I got a cough. Yeah, I'll try and keep that to a minimum, and also survive. So I've been good. Good morning, Emma. Uh, we got Cheryl and. Uh, John, <clears throat> we have Jaja, and uh, oh, Jaja's got opinions. Uh, Cyber 20, was it Cycorb 24? Right on, right on. Um, oh, yeah, thanks, Jaja. Uh, we, we really don't take it political here, we're all about traffic. So, let me break that down. I am a police officer, I am a traffic officer, at least I'm a police officer who specializes in traffic. So I come here to answer your traffic and police questions. You want to talk about politics? Take it somewhere else. <clears throat> okay, uh, let's see here. Okay, questions about lane splitting on a motorcycle. We'll talk about that. 
15 years old, has a dirt bike. Can I get a criminal record getting pulled over on one? Okay, we'll talk about that. And so you're the first question, traffic related. So we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, we appreciate, okay. Akela appreciates and sends thanks to, uh, to my wife for coming out to help out. Uh, <laughs> Big Jeff Fresh would like me to keep my, my bodily functions to, the involuntary bodily functions to a minimum. Involuntary being the important part. Uh, let's see here. Uh, got some folks coming in through Instagram. Welcome, welcome. All right. Hello again. Not sure if you remember me from a couple of weeks ago. Passed my G1 with the advice you gave. <clears throat> I'm so happy to hear that. So I do remember you, and I'm glad that you are successful. And now uh, is it is it going to be 12 months or eight months to your G2? That's the big question. Did you, are you signed up for um, professional approved training? Because that'll, that'll increase your speed up your next step. Okay. Let's get into your questions because I want to I want to start talking traffic as much as I love the chit chat. Oh no, I got to talk about Vision Zero Enforcement Team first. I almost forgot, and they're in the building. At least some of them are. Profile. I'm enjoying this candy a little too much. I think. Yeah, talking, speaking, being a broadcaster of sorts, or a livecaster, or a podcaster, not good with candy. It's like having marbles in your mouth, but choking constantly is bad too. So. I'll take the lesser of two evils. What is Vision Zero Enforcement Team? I kind of want to have a cool background just for them, but I, I haven't done it yet, so don't I'm not making any promises. Um, they are a dedicated group of officers who focus on the big four. What is the big four? Glad you asked. It's that. Put it on screen. Had it all set up. I was ready. Speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, and impaired driving. <clears throat> Those are the driver behaviors known to lead to serious injury and death. It doesn't mean that every time you speed, you're going to cause a collision. It doesn't mean every time you do something uh, that's illegal that you're going to get caught, even though you maybe you should get caught every time you do something illegal because that would prevent you from doing it again. A lot of people do the wrong thing for a long time before they get caught. It's just a matter of time. That's it. Uh, they go out to different areas of the city every day, changing driver behavior one ticket at a time. Uh, today, they're in the uh, divisions of 31 and 42. They, the, are they in the divisions of 31? <laughs> 31 division and 42 division. Those are the neighborhoods of Black Creek, Humber, Mead, Downsview, Humber Summit, Malvern, Agent Court, Milliken, Rouge, you know, Scarborough. That's where they are. If you want to know where they are every day, check out our, uh, our well, take, oh, I was going to say check out our uh, live stream because we talked about it at the beginning of every live stream, but I'm not here every day. Our Twitter, our X, our Instagram, our Facebook pages, they get those updates every single day, letting you know where they are. Now, people say, why do we tell people where, we're, where they're going? Why would we let them know? <clears throat> we want to keep it a secret, surprise them. I kind of I kind of like that idea, except neighborhoods want to know when we're there. People who live there want to know that we're, we're working on things that are important to them. So we tell people where we are. And I'm pretty sure that the people who are doing this, this nasty stuff on the road, <laughs> they're not paying attention to a traffic safety blog, podcast, website, or uh, or anything of the nature. Too much work. Too busy being lazy and doing things that are selfish. Because that's what these things are. If you talk about speeding, why do people speed? They speed because they want to get somewhere faster or have a thrill. They don't realize that you don't actually get anywhere faster and the thrill is not worth it. Um, at least I don't think so. If you want to go fast, take it to a track. I'm still, we're, now we're getting into cooler months. We really are, and I've been talking about this for quite a while, planning a go-karting day. Real race car drivers against police officers 
maybe some of our regulars, um, coming out and, and playing inside a indoor warm place and seeing who's going to, who's going to win. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Aggressive driving. Uh, that's just people being, well, aggressive. <laughs> Why? I don't have to be aggravated, uh, aggressive, I should say, aggro, aggravated. They aggravate me when they get aggravated and aggra- I don't know. Uh, distracted driving, obviously you're, uh, you're, it's funny, distracted driving and impaired driving, they're the leading causes of collisions and serious ones. Now, distracted driving could be anything from being distracted in thought or actually being distracted on phone. For the purposes of the big four, it's on the phone. But if you're, if you're sitting thinking about what you're going to have for dinner on Thursday and you're not paying attention to the road, um, a, you really plan ahead uh, to, you know, well, depending if it's this Thursday or next Thursday, but the the fact is you're not focused on the safe thing, you know, driving. Okay, let's get back to the uh, the first question here because I think I've, I've gone off on a tangent about nonsense um, discussing, yeah. All right, so 15 years old, I have a mini dirt bike and I get a criminal record for getting pulled over on one. It depends if you're doing something that's criminal. Uh, you are old enough to be charged criminally you're criminally responsible at the, at the age of 12. Um, now, what is this story? What, what Just driving a dirt bike on the road is not criminal. It is a Highway Traffic Act offense. It is an offense under the Insurance Act. So there's serious, there's serious consequences, um, but it's not criminal. So that, if it's just criminality that you're looking for, uh, no. Now, if it's not yours, you say you have one, maybe it's your parents. Maybe they say they told you that you can't use it on the road. And they took it, and you took it and used it on the road without their consent. Um, they they could possibly be charged. I think we could charge them. Boy, this this is this, this candy needs to go away. I'm have, I'm I'm done with it, but I still okay. Um, next, 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 next. If you have more questions stemming from my answer, let me know. And is lane splitting legal? No. Uh, it's not legal. And, and the funny thing is, it's it's misunderstood because there's no line in the highway traffic that says "thou shall not lane split." People think that it's okay. There's so many other things that it, that that the activity falls or qualifies as. Um, the thank you, Ben Ben Foster, just making a comment that, that enjoys the lives and information. Thanks for the time. Much appreciated for the uh, the comment. Uh, the deal is that the. Riding a motorcycle between motor vehicles in a lane, two lanes side by side, and the motorcycle rides between them, it qualifies as careless driving. It could qualify as stunt driving, depending on speeds and, and behavior. Heck, it could qualify as as criminal uh, dangerous driving. I'm talking about uh, you know factoring speed and other things into the combination. So it really depends on what the officer sees. <clears throat> but is it legal? No. It, it, but it's the absence. I'm trying to explain this. Just because there's no line that says you can't lane split, it's the other laws that cover it. And the, the, these laws that say you can't put people at risk. You can't do things that are um, knowingly putting people at risk or um, being uh, the undue care and control or care and attention. Like You have to be aware of everything that's going on and, be, and, and put others uh, in a priority of safety too. There's a lot to it and, and a lot of it's left for interpretation. No, I don't want to read about an Outlook email that popped up. Okay, uh, we'll do, do, we got a question about 49 cc, no, oh, got it, okay. Reduction, question is about reducing tickets. Okay, let me go back here because I had a bunch of them pop in. Ryan Dow, uh, what do we see here? 
Okay. At the Toronto Pearson Airport terminals, police regularly, non-emergency, park in no parking zones. Immediately adjacent to pedestrian crosswalks, they dangerously obstruct sight lines for pedestrians. How can you defend this dangerous behavior uh, by, I'm assuming the rest is after the dot, dot, dot is police. Um, no, that's not it. Here, here it is. By your coworkers. Well, first of all, Toronto Pearson Airport is managed by Peel Regional Police, not Toronto Police. Um, they manage that, that, and they have security vehicles that also park there. Um, they need to move around. They don't go to customer parking, go through, you know, and, and do the loop-de-loop. They have to be able to move within the, uh, the, the property in order to police it. Uh, we do the same thing on city streets. We park where we have to park to do our job. Um, I can appreciate that sight lines could be obstructed. I don't know if that's accurate, but um, I, I'll, I'll accept you at your word. Um, then you have to pay more attention. You have to look. And if you don't look, you get a better vantage point. A car um, it may be less beneficial in your in your way than, than not, but they have to do their job. And you can't put them down the street and around the corner uh, to walk in to respond to things. And you say non-emergency. How do you know? You don't know what they're doing. And that may be where they're told to park. Maybe that's where the, the airport authority, because the airport is it's their property. Maybe that's where they have directed them to park. I have no idea. But it is an interesting conversation. I'm glad you bring it up. You bring up lots of interesting things. Uh, so uh, by all means, continue to ask questions and, uh, and comment. And you know, if you really think something's wrong, Report them. If you think that it's inappropriate, report them. Uh, let's see here. By the way, I'm not the place to report it. Just in case you were thinking that was an invitation to let me know about it again. No, I, I don't. I don't take those reports. That's something you'd be reporting to uh, uh, the airport authority or to report to the Peel Regional Police. Uh, can you turn on a red? What is this? Can you turn on a red to clear the intersection? I've heard of people failing drive tests for this. What do you mean? So a red light, you're allowed to make a right turn on red um, when it's safe to do so, presuming there's no sign prohibiting it. And that's it. Uh, you can't, when you say clear the intersection, once, you, once you're in the intersection and the light turns red, you're now obligated to clear the intersection. Is that what you're talking about? If you don't, then I could see why you'd be getting, you know, dinged on a, uh, uh, a driving test, you're obligated to clear. But please rephrase your question so I can understand what you're really getting at. Uh, what do we got here? Stephen Bell has a question about London, Ontario. And they, or he, so it says it's, it's here in London, Ontario, but I don't know if you guys have it there in Toronto, but what is the black device on the top of the trunk of a patrol car? Just wondering. Probably an antenna. We have these hockey puck uh, looking things. We have multiple devices operating at all times. Uh, you know, GPS, computer antenna, data. Like, we got lots going on. So that's probably what it is. Maybe it's uh, uh, an LPR, a license plate reader. Uh, so there's, there's lots of technology that we employ. I don't know what that particular black box is, but it could be one of those. What are the charges for a straight pipe exhaust? Oh, this is good. So there's a couple of charges. Uh, no muffler is one or Im improper or no muffler. Uh, an excessive noise charge, unnecessary noise. So you could be looking at uh, $220, $110 for each one of those uh, at, for, for starters. And uh, that's something you'd be eligible for each and every time you're stopped. 
Uh, there's no like get one good for 30 days type thing. It's not a rental or subscription system as so many people think it is. You could uh, you could be charged every time and eventually you can be summoned to court. Yeah. Is this worth our taxpaying dollars? I don't know, is it? Uh, the 631,000 people who follow us might think so. Uh, the 2,500 people on YouTube, the uh, nearly 7,000 people on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I, I get lots of feedback that it's worth it. So yes, it is. And the police service believes it is. In fact, other police services want to replicate what we do here because it's absolutely valuable. Why do people go on the news? Why do people do anything? It's because we're providing value and service and education in this particular situation. I'm a media relations officer. I don't do this all day. I do a lot of different things. Uh, I, I do training uh, content internally and externally. I do uh, answer questions, no different than if I was answering it on the telephone at the front desk. I just happen to know a lot of stuff about a lot of different things, and I share that information with anyone who's looking for it. We do it online, so we create an archive of information that's searchable, and yeah, we're, we're creating value. So if your question was, if, if it was truly asking if it's worth it, the answer is unequivocally yes. I get to use words like unequivocally. It's pretty awesome. Can you use your GPS cell phone? Sorry, can you use your cell phone as a GPS? Yes. If you mean, is it permitted uh, to be used while you're driving? Sort of. If it's mounted, very specifically, it has to be mounted. If it is in the screen of GPS mode and you're not touching it, then you can use it. You cannot make contact with your phone to change the direction, to enter a new address, to report collisions. You can't touch your phone in GPS mode. So you set it before you, you set it when you're legally parked and then you forget it. You use it as a visual reference only. Uh, a lot of people get confused about that. They think, oh, if it's in GPS mode, I can like uh, totally find the, the closest McDonald's because you know their Monopoly game is on, just saying. I might have I might have won like 10,000 points last night, which is almost a quarter pounder with cheese, just saying. Uh, so so uh, yeah, uh, you, you, you can answer or hang up uh, with a button press or swipe you can view the screen uh, in GPS mode, but that's the extent of it. What you're really best off doing, if you have a vehicle enabled with CarPlay or Android CarPlay or whatever it's called for the Android, uh, then use that. Uh, let's see here. This is my cat says, have have been driving for decades, always learn from you. Well, thank you very much. I, I appreciate both your username and your message. And uh, Jay says, absolutely worth our tax dollars. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate the support. Okay. Uh, do you have, what is the question here? Do you, oh, do I have to stop for an emergency vehicle is approaching from oncoming lane if there's a median? So if it's a, if it's a divided highway, so the best example is going to be you're on the 401. Well, the 401 is divided by a median. You cannot, they, there's no chance of them coming over to your side. No, you do not have to pull over for oncoming or for, for an emergency vehicle going the opposite direction, other side of the median. Uh, in some city streets, that, that that's an on-off situation. So in areas where there's a median, no, you don't. But if you are approaching an intersection, well, then you do because that emergency vehicle may have to make a turn at the intersection. So intersection, that intersection is no longer blockaded or, or med has no median blocking it. you got to stop uh, in both directions. The idea is that they have to be able to go wherever they have to go. So the undivided road where there's just a painted line, absolutely everybody has to stop. There's no question there. It's pretty easy. Uh, but I'm glad you asked the question. I hope I answered it. Um, today's my, uh, my my half not together answer day. I'm just going to 
you know, I, they won't be the polished, perfect <laughs> answers. I think I, I think it's just because uh, the coughing has thrown my game off, or not. Uh, let's see here. What do I have? What do I have? I want to press a button here and get things ready for a segment. If you're watching and you don't know who I am, uh, my name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day. I also talk about employment. Are you interested in becoming a member of the Toronto Police Service or a police service anywhere? Uh, you should check out our website, tps.ca forward slash careers. We'll take you for information about well, all of the things we're, we're hiring for. I'm just taking a quick look to see, and there's still only three jobs posted. Let's see, can I actually look at it now? Oh, they fixed it. They fixed it. Uh, there was a, a situation last weekend, or last week, when I tried to look what the, at what the custodian office services um, job would, would have, and it, it wouldn't show up. It said not available. So currently there's job postings for custodian, senior programmer, and communications operator, but we're obviously always taking applications for police officer, and you can do that online. Uh, just saw uh, Messier on fire says, absolutely valuable, education is important, and by the amount of questions you get, clearly it's needed. Thank you very much. I love these comments. I, I love, you know, it's not that I go out looking for support, but I love it when I get it. Uh, I know that not everybody likes the police, and that's okay. Nobody has to, but uh, we just try and provide information to help everybody. It really is this wonderful thing where we get to help answer questions and, uh, you know, be this approach. We're approachable. I'm approachable. Do I look like I'm not approachable? I'm approachable. Uh, we're, we're just here to help. And that's and that's really what police are, people helping people. Uh, let's see here. Can we? Oh, lots of new questions. Okay, let me, let me, let me tag a few. Uh... Talk about tint, talk about stunt driving. Uh, oh, applying for Waterloo Regional Police. Uh, let's see here. No need to plan dinner this week. Thanksgiving leftovers until Halloween. That's great. Uh, okay, scrolling back. Wheel spacers. All right, cool. Uh, do I have to stop for an emergency? Okay, we covered that one. Cool. I'm just going to flag a couple more questions. I'll give you a heads up of what kind of questions we're going to be answering so you know what to stick around for. I understand some people pop in for a minute. Some people stay for the whole hour. I appreciate all of you. Um, and uh, don't forget, if you've got dad jokes, send them in. Like, send, let, leave me dad jokes. At the end of the show, we like to to, uh, to read dad jokes. And if we have user-supplied dad jokes, then it's, they're, they're just better. Uh, Sean Chen says, I hope you had a great weekend. I did. Thank you very much. Uh, let's see here. If I receive a ticket. Oh. Okay, CVR and truck and so on. Okay, uh, someone from BC drives a car and doesn't have their own insurance. Okay, we can try and broach that. That's BC question: We are in Ontario. Change it. The questions may or the answers may not be the same for everywhere. Uh, this person wants to know if they can accelerate as, to the speed limit as fast as they can without spinning their tires. Would that be stunt? I think is where you're going with that. Are you receiving taxpayers' money for what you're doing right now? I am a paid member of the Toronto Police Service. My salary is paid by tax dollars. I, I never actually asked where every dollar came from, but I assume it's all from taxes. Um, so yeah, I am. I'm being I'm being paid to do what I do. Uh, do we have okay? Well, I'm looking for other things. You, is it true that you have quotas uh, to me, Tome, to me by the end of the month to make? I'm assuming is where you're going with that. Uh, I had to figure that one out. Uh, uh, no, there's no there's no quotas here. Now I see there's no quotas here because you're never told you have to go and write 10 tickets, 20 tickets, 50 tickets, or you're gonna get in trouble. What you are expected to do is your job. And part of your job is writing tickets. Uh, 
So if you went out and did nothing all day, I mean, like you did nothing. You went to Timmy's, you had a coffee, you picked your nose, you drove around, you waved at, uh, you know, uh, a poodle. Like if you did nothing in a 10-hour or 12-hour shift, there'd be some splaining to do. But that doesn't mean that you have a quota. It's just that you have to articulate and justify what you do for a living because you're getting paid with taxpayer money, as was brought up earlier. Um, So we're expected to do our work. Now, if we go to a radio call and we're helping kittens out of trees, that takes 10 hours. Well, you didn't write a ticket, but you were doing something. You were doing that. That's okay. Uh, But if you are, you know, I can walk out on the street and probably write tickets until my hands cramped because there's so many violators everywhere. So there's no excuse if you don't write tickets. But luckily, when I was on the road, and I'm not on the road anymore, but when I was on the road, I asked my sergeants, how many can I write? They said, as many as you want. So I did. Okay. Um, Lots and lots and lots of questions. Can I drive to the States on my G2? Still flagging questions. I've t- there's, there's a bunch of questions in queue. I'm just taking a, some low-hanging fruit while I select more questions. Uh, yes, you can. You, you, you have a probationary license. You have to uh, continue to do to adhere to your conditions. So no, uh, no drugs, no alcohol while you're driving, a BAC of zero. Uh, but other than that, and, and for G2, in your first year, you have some conditions about z- from midnight to, to uh, 5 a.m. Follow those, and you're still good to go. Oh, okay. We got some questions about joining the police. We'll talk about that. 39 over the limit, rounded up to 40. Oh, okay. We'll talk about that. Uh, Bought an e-bike with pedals. What are the laws for them? Oh, I love e-bikes. We'll talk about e-bikes. Do I need a front plate? Uh, There's low-hanging fruit. Uh, Still flagging other stuff, but uh, yeah, you do. In Ontario, if if your vehicle is registered in Ontario, we issue two plates for every vehicle, and you must display two plates. There are charges for not, and we, we lay those charges. You need a front plate. A lot of people don't believe they need a front plate. They don't like that the front of their car looks different. You know, it's, it's they're worried about drag or something like that, wind resistance drag. Um, yeah, it, it, you need your you need your front plate. One hundred and ten dollar ticket if you don't have it. Uh, zombie has a, a okay. We're gonna do the yep. We'll save that. What's your thoughts on working for the RCMP? Okay, we'll talk about that. If a bicycle hit rear hitch, okay. Covering your plate, we'll talk about that. Uh, trailer hitch without towing, we'll talk about that. Uh, what is this one? Scrolling back, a, bu- a bunch of them. I see Evandra, how you doing? I see your face. I didn't actually read what you wrote yet. Uh, all right, what do we got here? Following up on, oh yes, okay, more tax dollar support. We'll read the zombies comments in a moment. Uh, have you seen the new community speed cameras? Same day we got someone spread, really? We'll come back to that. Uh, if you get pulled over, can you picture of your driver's license? Okay. And if an officer is using radar from private driveway, are they allowed to issue tickets from there? Uh, so there's the Evandro. Uh, the Evandro. Uh, okay. We have a question from Evandro. And two questions from Evandro. Oh, okay. We have questions about trailers. Good morning. Oh, Johnny Nguyen. Uh, Nguyen, sorry, mispronounced for a second there. Don't know why. Uh, don't know why I mispronounced it. Uh, let's see here. More dad jokes. Big Jeff Fresh. Okay, we'll come back. We will come back. This guy got thirty things in the thirty things in the hopper. Uh, we well, not twenty nine because we already answered this one. Twenty eight because I answered that one. <laughs> twenty seven. Apparently, I needed to. Uh, okay. 
stunt driving. If you get pulled over for stunt driving, is it illegal for cops to reduce it to 49 over? And that would make it for, if you were in a 49 over or in a zone with an, an 80 or more speed limit, uh, could they drop it to 49 and not charge you or not seize your vehicle? Like we have a unit specific policy that says we will not drop it. Uh, before I knew that, I did drop it for one. Did I regret it? Yeah, because they still went to court. And they went to court because they didn't appreciate the fact that I didn't take their wheels when they were so blatantly, they were and they were they were doing 50 over in a 40. Uh, I should have taken their wheels. Uh, regrets, I have a few, and that's one of them. So um, it's not illegal. It's not, I, I don't know why anyone would, would reduce it. If you're, if you're clearly doing, I, I would probably, I probably wouldn't take your car at 49 over because if I, if I had it like at 50, I would probably want to let it go to 52. Um, and that was up just to make sure to, to erase all doubt, like right on the wire, reducing it to 49 is not a bad thing. Like very rarely are people only doing 50 over, usually they're doing more. Um, but yeah, there's the babbling answer of that. Uh, it's not illegal to reduce. It is discretionary. Uh, technically. Okay, we've covered this. Uh, we talked about that. What is the legal tint in Ontario? So, water. Legal tint. There's two different sides of this, of this coin. The first is, you can't obscure the interior of your motor vehicle with color reflective coatings. So if I can't see you, regardless of whether it's because you have more than a certain percentage or if it's dark outside and you have a little bit of tint, if I can't see you, you are breaking the law. $110 ticket. If you cannot see out properly because your tint is obscuring uh, your vision, it's $110 ticket for that too. But if you have more than 30% light blockage, you have, you have a situation where you couldn't be certified. Mechanics have a, a tint meter and, and you couldn't be certified. Um, that vehicle is unsafe for the road, and you could either pull it off or we'll pull your plates. And then um, you probably still get charged, but you, you, the difference is whether or not um, you'd be charged for unsafe motor vehicle and lose your plates. So that's, that's where it changes. For the safety, 30% light blockage is the uh, maximum restriction of light. You have to have 70%. Is it luminescence? Anyway, 70% of the light has to get through. Applying to Waterloo, any tips? Uh, regardless of where you're applying, I can tell you that you should know about the police service you're applying for, read their website, understand how it works, talk to a police officer or more about uh, the job, understand what you're getting into. Not just because you need to know what you're getting into, but because you may be asked to, oh, I don't know, questions on your interview, like how many divisions do we have? Do we have a Marine unit? Like, do you know? Uh, it's it's incumbent or it's on you to do your homework before. Otherwise, you're going to look really silly. But uh, the biggest thing is stay out of trouble, continue your education, volunteer, and uh, drive safely because your driving record matters. You know, you, you better be um, respecting the laws you're going to be asked to enforce should you be hired. And if you have a history of not doing that, you're going to have some explaining to do. Uh, okay, 2BB says or asks, are you allowed to have wheel spacers on your car that make your wheels stick out of your fenders and an inch? You probably mean an inch. Sorry if that doesn't make sense. It totally makes sense. Um, you are not allowed to have tires that stick out of your, your fenders. They have to be covered by fender or, or a wheel flare, uh, mud flap. So if you're putting wheel spacers in to stick them out, uh, I believe an inch is going to be well 
too much, far too much. I think you're you're probably okay with a quarter of inch. I say probably because I've been told by a mechanic that they can certify it that. I don't know if that is true. It's unconfirmed. I don't. There's no reason your tire should stick out, and uh, I would argue it's unsafe. Uh, but it, wheel spacers are generally supposed to be for different types of rims to accommodate, uh, you know, and, and and be at the right place, not to not to extend them unnecessarily. So I would I would not do that or get fender flares and add them to your vehicle. And then as long as they're covered, I think you're okay. Uh, let's see here. If I receive a ticket on my car, should the penalty affect my CVOR, which is commercial vehicle um, stuff, as a truck driver? I, I believe it's only if you're operating a commercial vehicle at the time. That's my understanding. I'm not a CVOR specialist, so I, I don't know for certain, uh, but I my, my take is it, it would not. If, uh, okay. What if someone from BC drives my car and doesn't have their own insurance? So generally speaking, and I can only speak in generalities because I don't know law in uh, in BC, uh, in Ontario, we insure vehicles, not people. People are listed as uh, secondary drivers if it's a frequent thing. But if they're a licensed driver, licensed to drive a motor vehicle uh, in Ontario, like they're a licensed driver anywhere, but they're in, you're in Ontario, it's an Ontario insured vehicle, I can loan that to anybody who's a licensed driver eligible to drive. Now, my policy might have restrictions like how old that person is or uh, uh, what class or um, maybe they just say that no Bobs. Anyone with the name Bob, we don't let. It's a private agreement in, in Ontario because your insurance company is not a government entity. I don't know how it works in BC, but I know somebody who would know. If you go to Safe Communities on TikTok uh, and, and I imagine on, on multiple platforms, they are in Brooks, Alberta. Oh, that's Alberta. That's not BC. I don't have anybody in BC. It's Brooks, Alberta. It's close. It was out that way ish <laughs> i'm generalizing horribly uh okay uh yeah maybe you can tell me more about their insurance setup you should be able to at the end of the day you know the best advice call your insurance company can you accelerate fast up to the speed limit uh without spinning tires uh or would you be pulled over it depends you know if you're doing a launch tires uh screeching or not it could be perceived as stunt whether it be racing even if you're racing the clock uh, if you're causing pedestrians to jump out of the way, I, I often describe it like this. The road is like a stage, and there are many players in the production of dri of safe driving. Well, that just got corny. But the, uh, the, the, the if everyone's expecting everyone else to do the part that they read up on, and safe driving is a role. So if everyone is expecting you to do A, B, and C as a safe driver, and you decide to rewrite the script and do things differently, that can lead to collisions and danger and, and, and response from other people that could be dangerous. So just by creating risk, I, I think you could end up getting uh, pulled over. Well, pulled over is nothing. That's easy to do. We could pull you over for anything that looks odd. Maybe you're impaired. Why would anyone do what you're doing? So yeah, you can be pulled over. Whether or not you're charged is a different story. I, I think you could substantiate certain charges, possibly even stunt driving in certain, in certain circumstances. Yeah. What's the laws on amber light and white light use? So amber light can be 360. Um, you know, white light cannot. It can be uh, forward-facing only. Uh, so if you're talking about getting a strobe light or a, uh, you know, kind of emergency lighting, uh, that is something that you should be using when you're a hazard. It's a, it's a hazard light in a different position. So if you are pulled over at the side of the road, use your ambers. If you're driving around, don't. There's really no need. But, uh, you know, uh, one of the biggest offenders of using 
uh, amber lights improperly are tow truck drivers. They'll hook up a car and drive around all day long with a hooked up car all, all day long, wherever they're going. They drive with their flashing lights on. They don't need to. Those are for when they're pulled over at the side of the road, not while they're actually moving vehicles from point A to point B. Uh, we already talked about driving to the States. Can I join the Toronto Police Service if I'm not from Toronto or have never lived there? I'm born Canadian. Uh, a friend of mine was living in Germany and came here to work as a police officer because when he was an adult, he decided he wanted to be a police officer here. Uh, never, I don't think he ever, well, at least not as an adult, lived here. He was living in Germany. So yeah, you can. As long as you are a, a landed immigrant, landed, a, 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 what is it? It's PR status. Uh, permanent resident or citizen. Those are the qualifications. Those are the, the minimum requirements. Uh, if you go to the most magical of websites, put it up on screen, police constable. There we go. You can look at the requirements. And very quickly, Canadian citizen or permanent resident of Canada, 18 plus years of age, physically and mentally able to perform the duties in the, of the position, uh, having regard to your safety and the safety of members of the public, and, and, and other stuff. So if you meet those requirements, then you can, regardless of the fact you've never lived here. A lot of people come from out of town to, to work here. A lot of people come from go from here to elsewhere who've never lived there. Uh, can 39 kilometers, oh, okay. Can 39 kilometers over the limit be rounded up to 40 kilometers over the limit when being pulled over by police and dinged for sun driving? Uh, no, uh, we don't round up. If anything, we generally give you the benefit of the doubt. Uh, we don't round up. But uh, why do you think they rounded up? Do you, did, you, did you acknowledge that you were doing 39 over but, but not 40 over? Uh, they're using a device to measure your speed. Uh, your speedometer may not be accurate. But I, I don't know the situation. Give me more information. Informo information? Yeah, give me more information. We'll talk about it. Uh, I bought an e-bike with pedals, Okay. What laws are for uh, are there for them? So e-bikes are a big oozing pool of stuff. Um, e-bikes, there's legislation in Ontario that allows e-bikes to operate. There are conditions. They must have pedals that are functioning. Uh, they cannot be more than 120 kilos. They cannot be capable of, of exceeding 32 kilometers an hour on a flat surface by uh, unassisted. Uh, they are not capable, or they cannot have more than a 500 watt motor. Uh, those are the basics. There's other things about being in good condition and whatnot. If you go to trafficcop.ca, you can see the informatia. You can see the information there uh, about the, the pilot project, which is no longer a pilot, actually. You can see the rules about it. Uh, in the city of Toronto, there's other things you have to wear. First of all, uh, you have to wear a helmet at all times. Uh, that's not a city thing. That's provincially. Uh, you can in, in the city of Toronto, you cannot drive them, ride them on the sidewalk, uh, you must be 16 years old. That's a provincial thing uh, to operate them. I'm trying to think of all the other things, but uh, uh, I think that's it. Either way, go check it out, trafficop.ca, and the useful link stuff at the bottom. Uh, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Zombie says, I like to play games as I drive called What's That Car Worth? And I don't mean the value of the car. I mean, how many tickets would Sean give them? Plate covers, tint, et cetera, et cetera. That's fantastic. I think we should get a T-shirt made that says that. Uh <laughs> With your host, that's a new uh, that's a new game show. Uh, what are your thoughts on working for the RCMP? I think the RCMP is an amazing organization, like any other organization. It's got a rich history. Um, I'm not interested in traveling all over Canada, at least uh, you know being redeployed, because the RCMP. What what what's limiting for me and why I did not apply for the RCMP 
was the fact that I want to live and work in police in Toronto. I don't want to be in BC or anywhere else in Canada. So no offense to anybody else in Canada. I just, that's, I want to police my community where I grew up and where I have a connection to. So uh, same reasons why I didn't apply to the OPP. I don't want to work outside of Toronto. I wanted to work in Toronto, which is why I applied to Toronto. <laughs> in terms of, I have no opinion organizationally. I know they've had some challenges uh, recently in the media, um, but I don't really have any opinion on that. If a bicycle rear hitch carrier covers the license plate, am I still able to travel? You are breaking the law if you are obstructing your plate. You should be relocating your license plate so that it's unobstructed. There are kits available for uh, bicycle carriers that will relocate your plate, and some of them, are the good ones, are even uh, have a trailer hitch adapter so that you can plug into your car's lighting system and have not only to illuminate, uh, and some of them have an additional brake light, but uh, illuminate the plate at night is a requirement. So you can't, if you zip tie it to your bicycle, you'd be okay in the day, but not okay at night. Uh, is it okay to drive with a trailer hitch installed without towing a trailer or boat? So this is where you have the ball or and or tongue uh, in the receiver, and you don't have you're not actually using it. So it's not illegal uh, as long as it doesn't block your plate. Shouldn't, uh, but it is a uh, uh, it it is an, it is something many people do because they want to protect their vehicle from collision. I was actually I had one installed. No, was it installed? No, my receiver took the brunt of an impact. I was rear-ended on the, the DDP, and someone a taxi uh, <laughs> rear-ended me. My receiver took all the impact. I had no physical damage. Um, if you had the trailer hitch or the ball inst installed, you would just do more damage to the other vehicle. Uh, that said, uh, Sergeant Campbell has said that the impact could be translated or, or we call it uh, transferred to your frame and could do damage that you weren't originally, you know, thinking it would do. Could hide damage, I suppose. Uh, what do we have here? Cree Amigo says, good morning from Timmins. Hope you have a great day. Thank you very much. I appreciate the uh, the message. Uh, welcome to Ask a Traffic Cop. And by the way, if you're watching, you don't know who I am. My name is Sean Shapiro. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff all the time. So if you've got questions, we generally have answers. And I answer questions uh, or take questions right up until 11 o'clock. And then I do my best to carry the backlog, get through questions that were sort of hanging out um, that we hadn't answered because sometimes I talk about things longer than I should. Go down rabbit holes. Okay. Uh, Zombie wants to follow up and, and say a few things. Just following up on this, worth our tax dollars as a taxpayer. I find this edu... Sorry, I'm, I'm, punctuation aside. Just following up on the worth... Uh, is Just following up on uh, is this worth our tax dollars? Okay. As a taxpayer, uh, Zombie finds this educational and if not... That, it's good mental health uh, break for the day. Good laughs. These people are like family. Keep it up. Uh, you know what? Thank you very much. And Zombie has the best dad jokes, just saying. Uh, have you seen the community speed cameras? Same day we got them, they were painted. Isn't that interesting that people in the community um, don't, like th those who don't want to get ticketed, see fit to vandalize things. Um, it's really disconcerting. Why, why would someone interfere with uh, a box that is there to keep people honest and keep people safe, right? That's what that's what those cameras are for. It, it has become so normal that people disregard the law when it comes to traffic safety 
that they see fit to damage the view. It's really disgusting. Uh, best thing to do is, is simply call 311 if you're in the city of Toronto, for instance, uh, and they'll get a crew out and they'll clean it off and they'll keep taking pictures. And like we've heard stories of those cameras being stolen. Um, some really dedicated people who spend time and, and money to damage things when they could just slow down for free. Uh, if you get pulled over, can a picture of your driver's license suffice or do you need to have it? You need to have your driver's license available uh, upon, uh, so you can surrender it upon demand of a police officer because that is what's required under the law. A photograph, although helpful, does not meet the requirements under law. So you could still get a ticket for $110 for failing to surrender your driver's license. Now, as a police officer, I appreciate that you would have something, but I might it, it might help me out. It may not. I may char charge you. I may not. Uh, things like that very often can be you know solved by way of a warning, but the ticket that actually got you to got me to pull you over would not get a warning. <laughs> uh, let's see here. If using radar from a private driveway, are they allowed to issue tickets from there? Uh, depends if it's really the private driveway. Uh, the section of the street that is uh, often used is actually government property and not the uh, the homeowner's property or business property. Uh, very often we will ask and say, hey, do you mind if we use your driveway? Uh, th there's nothing saying you cannot issue tickets. Uh, but we do like to make sure that we are not upsetting people if we can. Uh, Evandro has a question. I see a lot of people driving with their left leg on the seat and their right leg accelerating. Is there part of the law uh, saying this is not a law? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, it, depending on where they're placing their, their uh, uh, body parts, it could be incredibly dangerous. Um, but, and, I, and I don't quite understand why they would do it, but you, know, you, you want to stabilize. There's so many things that we do as drivers that, um, that, that no one really, or people take for granted, they don't recognize that it might be a thing. Like stabilizing, being able to plant your feet in certain places and, and change your driver position, uh, keep yourself secure. But I'm not aware of any law that says thou shalt put both feet on the ground I, out the window. I've seen that too. Oh, so many bad choices. Really, really questionable. So I, I, I'm going to look it up to see if there's anything that I can find that would fit. I, I'm going to say that improperly using your seatbelt would be something if you had your feet, like as a passenger, up in the air, because I know that when in, in you know emergency braking happens, that person's going to end up in the footwell. They'll just slide right out under the uh, the seatbelt. Um, but I can't think of it for the driver. Could it be? Could it be careless? I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to readdress this later, Evandro. Uh, let's see. When the driver puts the car's paint, what is it? oh, when the driver puts film over the car's paintwork with color, does they uh, does he have to make the change to the document? So this is a situation of uh, wrapping. You wrap your vehicle, you paint your vehicle. You're changing the way it looks to the world. Uh, yeah, if your blue car is now green, uh, you have six days to change your ownership uh, to update your ownership. Uh, otherwise, you're eligible for a charge. And think about this: we pull up behind you. And we look at your license plate and it says green car, but I'm looking at a blue car. I'm going to make the assumption that your car was, your plate was stolen and being used on a stolen vehicle. I'm going to assume the worst and I'm going to investigate. So aside from the fact that I would probably, or any switched on police officer is going to pull you over um, and waste your time until they figure out, and then give you a ticket for $110 for not updating it, uh, just, just update it. Yeah. Oh, can I haul my new trailer home 
um, with a plate I already have but isn't registered to it. Hmm. So if you bought, and I got to work this out, I don't have, the, I don't have the, the textbook answer for you because I don't own a trailer. Uh, but with a motor vehicle, if you had an unattached plate, unattached, you could put it on the new vehicle that is insured, is insured in your, you know, um, so that you could transport it to get it transferred. You have six days to do that. Um, plates, I would assume the same thing. If you had a plate for a an unattached plate, like one that is not registered to another trailer because you sold the trailer and had the spare plate, I would assume it would be similar, but it may not be. And I don't, I don't have the perfect answer for you because I just don't know. Chase wants to know, uh, if had I missed the notification for this live? I don't know that either. <laughs> How's it going, Chase? All right, scrolling back to try and flag some new stuff. So Johnny, oh, the, the message from Johnny was earlier was good morning and thanks for the information. I know it took me, a, you know, close to an hour to, to read it. I said hello to you, but I, I didn't read your actual statement. Uh Oh, this is so good. How bad is it if I'm a G driver and I let my sister drive only me in the vehicle with what? What do you mean? How bad is it if I'm a G driver and I let my sister drive with only me in the vehicle with her G1? Why is it bad? That's how it works. Assuming you're a qualified G driver, which means you have at least four years experience uh, combined from your G2 to your G. Four years experience, you want those freckles uh, uh, vertically arranged four dots to the left of your mini-me photo in the bottom right-hand corner of your screen. So that is the only time that you can let them drive. Now they can, so it's not wrong that that's how it works. I, I'm, I'm, I'm failing something here. I'm, I'm, I'm missing something you're trying to you're trying to share in this statement. I, I feel it. <laughs> Was there, like, if you were saying you let your sister drive without anyone in the car, that would be a problem. Uh, but if you're a qualified driver, now let's say you don't have four years experience. You just got your G1. You only had a G2 for a year. You're not a qualified uh, supervising driver. Then your sister would get charged for uh, drive unaccompanied, G1 driver drive unaccompanied, $110 ticket, 30-day suspension on first conviction. You would also be charged for allowing her to drive in contravention of her condition. So it really depends. I need a little more information to understand where you're going with this. Um, oh, my God. Uh, dirt bike question. You think a cop would pull me over if I'm on the sidewalk under 50 CC? We, we pull over bicycles on the sidewalk in Toronto. So it depends on where you are. Cause in Toronto, you can't ride a bicycle, Never mind a gas powered mini bike. Uh, yeah, I'd charge you. I, I pull you over all day long. Uh, a 50 CC, 49 CC, 30 CC. Uh, if you had an electric, you know, shaver driving it, if you, the sidewalk, I'd pull you over. It, it really depends. Um, Actually, there's no depends. You cannot drive a gas-powered vehicle on the sidewalk. Um, I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Scrolling down. Still scrolling. Where'd it go? G2 for 10 months. Okay, we'll talk about that. What should I wear if I get a chance to do a ride-along or a meet-and-greet? Uh, it was this, I don't know if this was in, in relation to the, uh, uh, Waterloo Regional Police option. Maybe, maybe, maybe possibly. Uh, the answer is if you're going for a, a meet and greet, wear a suit. <laughs> if you are, uh, or business attire, if you're doing a ride along, ask, ask what, what would be appropriate. They will, they will direct you. If they, they'll 
they'll tell you what it should be. Probably khakis and a, and a golf shirt type thing, but ask. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. Hang on. We've got questions about changing your photo. Okay. we got GoPro with Extendo stick. By the way, uh, six more minutes to ask questions, after which I'll be working through the list of questions that have already been asked. 11 o'clock is the cutoff for new questions. Uh, yeah. There's a question about towing. What's the height, weight, and length? I think the answer for this, where's my wallet? Where's my wallet? Come on, wallet. There we go. I'm pretty sure it's listed on the back of your driver's license. I, and so let's have a look. Let's have a look. Driver's license. Pretty sure. Can I even see this? Holy moly. There. Uh, max 11,000 kilos. Towed vehicle max 4,600 kilos. Doesn't specify the, the height, though. There you go. Look at your license. Look at the back of your license. It's there for you. Okay. Chase. <laughs> All right. Wants to know about jackets. Anonymous. Uh, what's this? Oh, okay. We got questions about questions about lines. Oh, here's a good one. We'll talk about this while I'm looking for other things. All right. What if there's a collision? We don't say accident around here. Uh, and the other driver doesn't have a license, like doesn't have their license with them or doesn't have a license at all. Uh, if they don't have their license with them or they don't have a license uh, at all, either way you call police, we attend. We do those collision reports because of the issue uh, with the information. Now, it's possible that we can say that, well, the guy forgot it at home. We might be able to verify that they do, in fact, have a license and at which point we can uh, send them to the collision reporting center. It doesn't necessarily have to be completed there, but we'll do the first part of, of confirming that, that, that information because it's important. Uh, same as if there's anything criminal, impaired, uh, you know, things of, the, of that nature. Oh, question. This one's been coming up a lot. Did it come up properly? No, it got re... Okay, I'll go back to the other one. It was about Ubers and car seats. We talked about it last week. I'll talk about it again. Is it illegal to get out of your car at a red light to grab your jacket from the trunk? So it's not a good thing to do. And technically there's laws about leaving your your vehicle running with the, you know, accessible and so on. There's some risk there. Um, and you could be interfering with traffic if the light changes and you're not back in your car. Uh, I'm sure everyone's done it once in their life, uh, but I would suggest against it. It's an unsafe practice. Pull over, side street or, uh, or parking lot, do it safely, regardless of what the law says. Do what's safest. Uh, question about that, question about this, obviously... Uh, we're scrolling back. I got a whole bunch of questions that are in the queue. We're going to be going, we're going to wait at least 15 minutes long. Uh, can I drive with a tarp covering my truck's body? Is it secured? Um, I don't, I don't know if there's a tarp law. Uh, it's certainly not one that I'm familiar with. <laughs> there's my question about Ubers. So uh, if it's secured, if it's not obstructing, if it's, it's secured in such a way that it cannot obstruct because the tarp could, uh, could shift. And why would you want to do it? That tarp is going to destroy your paint job. Uh, why would you cover it? Yeah, I need to know more. Uh, can someone with a DUI go to the States? They can deny you. Well, first of all, can you can you enter the States and not drive? Because if you have a DUI, you probably don't have a license. Uh, but if you have a criminal conviction, the police, uh, the border can can simply turn you away. Uh, Zian Vega wants to know, am I allowed to drive my parents' car if I'm not on their insurance policy? I'm a G driver. 
If you don't live with them, it's pretty simple. They can loan you the car if it's insured. If you live with them, so don't live with them, they can loan you the car as an occasional thing. If you live with them, insurance companies want you listed as an occasional driver on the policy, and you actually want that. Um, yeah. Can you put a cow or small horse in the back of a pickup truck? Uh, I have no idea. I, 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 in the cab. <laughs> uh, I, how many small horses fit in the front of a wow, that's an interesting one. I have no idea. I actually, what am I saying? If it's a small horse the size of a dog, what makes them any different than a dog? Uh, you can put a dog in the cab of a pickup, maybe you could take a small cow or horse. And 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 I have a uh, a, someone in my life who would very much like a uh, a cow, a moo cow, a little one, a Scottish one, uh, with long hair. Yeah, just saying. Oh, someone used. Uh, let's see here. Where's the? It's easy. Ryan's got comments. I'm gonna scroll back. Okay. Oh, interesting. Jammers. Uh, comments about radar detectors. Why can't the police hold a track day, where people can legally race and police can inspect cars? Um, OPP gets, gets involved with some of this stuff. Uh, we, we're not the hosts of track days. We, we, that's not our business. We're not, that's a, that's a private company doing stuff. They can go to tracks and do all sorts of stuff. Um, is it something we might be able to sponsor or get involved behind? Sure. Uh, but that's, uh, uh, that's not our primary job. Uh, it's 11 o'clock, so no new questions, but I will go back now and try and uh, answer what's sitting in the queue. I, I do have an 11.30 appointment, so I uh, can't stay beyond that, but I will do my best to go through everything that's here. Excuse me. Okay, what do we got here? Oh, my antique car is an open-wheel car. What's the ruling on fenders? If your vehicle was manufactured with open wheels, and it was certified and, and registered for the road that way at the time. That's grandfathered. Uh, if it's not, uh, then it would be have to. It would have to be at the standard that was at the time. So you don't need seatbelts. You don't need a hood if it was sold that way. That's the way it is. That's fine. Um, but yeah, if if your vehicle had fenders and you chopped them off, that may not be okay. Okay. Oh yes, definitely want to know about uh, the the, uh, the kiddos after. Uh, are kiddos back in business and, and, and feeling better? That's the, uh, Kayla wants to know, but I want to know now too. All right. Here's an interesting one. It's out of order, but we're going to take it anyway. I feel a lot of people don't care about the legality of things like following the flow or having plate covers. Most people have a dealer frame and go twenty to 10 to 20 over every day and never have an issue. The fact that people get away with the minor offenses doesn't make it okay. We are focused on the big offenses, but uh, I would write a ticket for any of the offenses. Um, yeah, y'all want to make sure I never get back on the road because if I do, uh, all those minor offenses will all be laid by me all day long, every day. Because uh, I don't I don't let it go. These things need to be addressed. Uh, now, following the flow isn't a law. There is no law that says you must, that's um, a driving course thing talking about following the flow of traffic for safety and you know it's it's a it's a teachable but it's not an offense uh you don't have to go the flow of traffic you can be doing the speed limit while everybody else decides to break the law in fact that's what i do every day when i go to and from work is i drive the speed limit not the flow of traffic which is well above the speed limit 
except in traffic. On the way home, I'm going well below the speed of, uh, the speed limit because no one's moving. It is the parking lot. Uh, modified exhaust, legal or illegal, it is uh, depends. If it's a modified exhaust that still meets the requirements under the law, then it would be legal. If it is no longer, you know, a muffler that muffles, well, then it's illegal. Solid green underflow on car, legal or illegal, depends on how it's installed. Bulbs producing that light and shining it outwards would be illegal. If it's illuminating a spot on the ground and it, it, there's no spill uh, where you're, you're not projecting forward, sideways, or back, then it could be legal. Um, I say could be. Green forward is a is a restricted color, but you can't project anything other than white or yellow forward. So again, depends. Ideally, don't use it while driving. Use it for the parking lot when you're showing off your car. Uh, what is this? <laughs> Do you know how where tomato proposals to the HDA? To make proposals? Uh, I'm assuming to make is where you were going with this. Uh, but tomato is far funnier, so I appreciate it. Uh, the, you know, that's, that's something, if you want to make changes to the HGA, you want to be talking to your, uh, to your counselors and, and your local government and, and passing up. Yeah. They don't call me. I have lots of opinions. Uh, can a family member drive your car if they don't have insurance and you do? In Ontario, you are uh, not an individually licensed or insured driver. The vehicle is insured and anyone with a license can technically drive it. However, insurance companies could put restrictions on whether or not they will insure someone based on age or whatever factors they invoke. Your insurance is a private uh, contract between you and your insurance provider. If the number plate fell off, any advice for that? Yeah, go get new plates. If, if it's peeling, if it's damaged, if it's not working, bubbling, whatever, Take it to the ministry, replace it. It'll either be covered under the warranty, which is the initial one is five years. Uh, if it's a B series, it might be longer. I've heard of people even this like last couple of weeks getting like seven year old, eight year old plates, um, you know, replaced. Uh, thank you to uh, so so that is a, a thing. Fifty two dollars if it's not covered. It used to be ten bucks for plates or fifteen bucks. It's a long, long gone, long, long gone. Uh, just a, just news. It's after eleven, so no new questions. And and uh, not only that, our moderator, my wife, has has signed off and is gone. No more questions being conveyed. So I'm just going to work through what's left, and that is what's right. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. We'll talk about this one. In a sec. Uh, let's see here. Dad joke. Okay, I got that one. Okay, perfect. So, can you have your license plate on your dashboard? I, I have cuts on my hand because I was working on some license plates, um, not issued license plates. They were for, for a project. I was laser engraving them. And um, I have like razor blade cuts on my hands from them. Like they, they're sharp. Well, the issued ones from the government are probably not as sharp. But if I can have tiny slices all over my fingers from, from a license plate, think about what happens during a collision. So first off, it's not legal to um, to, to display them there. The requirement under the HTA says front of the vehicle, conspicuous place, and unfortunately behind the front windshield is not the front of the vehicle, nor is it a conspicuous place. So $110 ticket, but it's also a projectile when it comes to a collision. And if I got these little cuts, picture what it's doing to your neck when it's flying through the air. I call it the Ontario Shuriken. Okay. Why do cops give so many tickets out for window tint? We don't give nearly enough tickets for window tint. We That's one of our lower uh, offenses. Like we're, we're all about speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, impaired driving. 
Window tint is way, 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 way low on our, our, our priority list. It should be high because it's a real problem. Uh, but we don't give out a lot of tickets, and I'd love to give more. We really should give more. No one should be on the road with tint that is illegal. So if you have illegal tint, you are asking, literally asking for a ticket. Uh, racing harness. Is it legal to wear a, rain, a racing harness while driving? If so, why? As long as you wear your OEM seatbelt on top of your racing harness, uh, it would be legal. The racing harness is not an approved seatbelt. It does not, you cannot replace the the existing seat. You, it's an offense to remove your seatbelt harness, your OEM one, uh, unless you're a specific, I think certain mechanics have qualifications too, and you'd have to put a, a truly qualified six, six point or was it five point, six point, whatever racing harness in. At the end of the day, your racing harness could end up killing you. And I'll tell you why. Multiple reasons. First, I sip. The first reason is there's more harness to cut in the event of a collision. Paramedics aren't prepared for that. It, they'll, be, they'll do it, but it's just more time. They cut one, one strap right now, pull you out of the car, uh, Bob's your uncle, things are good. Um, the multi-point harnesses, it's more work. Second thing, they're generally not retracting seatbelt harnesses that don't have uh, those pendulum locking uh, retractors, which means that you need to have someone in a proper race car situation, there's someone or pit crew that's tightening the seatbelt appropriately for when you're in it. They, they don't retract, right? They, they require you to, to pull on those. And, and most, if not all people, don't install them correctly and don't install themselves correctly in the seat. You have to be like one with the seat. Talk to any of the uh, professional drivers. Uh, they'll tell you they become one with that seat. And usually someone's standing on that, that strap behind you to, uh, to get it to the, the tension that's required for safety. Uh, a lot of people in conjunction. Oh, and, and by the way, Amazon overseas, wish.com, whatever, uh, harnesses, not safe, not rated. So uh, for, for many reasons and more, or those reasons and more, not legal. Um, that's why you still have to wear your OEM seatbelt on top of it, which just looks ridiculous. So just wear your seatbelt, not the harness. Uh, even if it's qualified for the track. Anyway, beating the dead horse. Uh, the other thing, roll cages. Roll cages are one thing, but racing cages, uh, if you're not wearing a helmet and a Hans device and a tether, um, you're probably going to end up with brain damage for even a minor collision. So people do a lot of stupid things to their vehicles. Uh, they may look cool. They may be great for a track when you're properly decked out, but if you're just driving around the city, you're going to get hurt. All right. Uh, what's the worst ticket you wrote? Depends on what you mean by worst. One with poor penmanship or one with the, the most consequences. Um, okay, this is uh, Amber Lights and Car grill, Grills on private cars. If a bicycle on a... Okay, I think I'm caught up. I think I'm caught up. Let's go into these questions that are in here. Uh, so we talked about this. Got a dad joke for later. Covered this. I've had my G2 for 10 months. Okay. I've had my G2 for 10 months. Any restrictions after the six-month period? Yes. After your first six-month period, there is another six-month period in which uh, you cannot have more than three persons under the age of 20 from the hours of midnight till 5 a.m. that are not immediate family. So if you have a family uh, uh, that, that fills every one of the seats inside uh, and you want to go driving from midnight till 5 a.m., you can because they're immediate family, regardless of the rage. However, if they're under, if they're not immediate family, your you know your cousin is not immediate family, um, and you want to go to the clubs, 
maximum three in that second six-month period. The first six months was maximum one. They don't want you distracted when you're a new driver. Additionally, you have the BAC of zero, blood alcohol content of zero, um, while you have your G2. In fact, until you are 22 years old, you have the zero BAC. Okay. What was I supposed to do? I can't grab my phone call. What is this? This is probably the second question they have. Let me see if I can find the first. Hey, maybe there's another another part to it. I was in a very secluded area, and I was at a red light for a one-way bridge, and it would not change even after sitting for five minutes. It's a single-way road. What was I supposed to do? I can't grab my phone to call anyone. There's no right or left or turn. There's no U-turn. That is a very unique situation, and I guess you're going to make your own decision at that point. Um, technically, you, 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 technically, by letter of law, you shouldn't be driving through that. Um but you know, you're making your own safety decision at that point. And you might be able to articulate it to a police officer. Um, I'm not gonna give you permission to do what you wanna do, but I, I can see the predicament you were in. Uh, and malfunctioning lights, even if you called someone, what are they gonna do? <laughs> they might give you direction. Uh, yeah, unique situation. Okay. I've seen trucks and vans have their back windshield covered with ads, images, et cetera. Is that legal? Rear window is not a requirement. You can paint it black and opaque. You can put stickers on it. You can do whatever you want with it as long as you have a clear view to the rear by way of mirrors or other new, new vehicles or shipping with cameras, and that would meet the requirement as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but that's the story. You, you don't you look at a cargo van. There's no rear window. It's a door. Uh, so there, there you have it. I've lost 87 pounds far this year. My license photo looks nothing like me anymore. Do I need to get a new one or wait until renewal? You can pay to get a new one. You can. They charge you. I don't remember how much it is, but there is a fee. I think it may be 25 bucks. You know, I don't think you need to have it unless it really doesn't look like you and you would like to celebrate your win uh, and get a new one. Uh, or if, a, if an officer says, this doesn't look like you, you got to do it. But, but yeah, I would go down. You know what? If you're in the neighborhood and you go down to a ministry office uh, and say, hey, this is my predicament, maybe they'll do it for free. I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fee of some kind. So you can do either or. It depends on the situation you're in. Uh, if it makes you feel better and, again, celebrate the win, I would, I would go. It's a, treat yourself to a new photo. Uh, okay, I, what is this? If you see a guy with a GoPro extended out of the car, what are the laws against that? So... You're talking about securing an item, I think. Insecure load, you know, are you, are you sticking out your arm? Are you sticking your arm out the window and holding it? Is that tethered to you? Could it cause damage? I think it's a what-if situation. For the most part, I think it's 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 uh, about secure attachment of things like that. Um, could it become something that could hurt someone else? There's no GoPro law, sadly. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, it, it, a lot of this is one of those things like, is that where I'm going to focus my time, the guy with a GoPro? What are they doing while they're doing it? Are they, like, are they sticking it out? Is, it, is the overall width of the VI? Like, I'm, 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 I'm grasping at straws here. I don't have something that would be really a concern. If you were, uh, if the scenario where that is a problem is where you have the photographer using an SLR, like a handheld camera, and they're out of their seat and they're not wearing a seatbelt, they're hanging halfway out the door because they got to get rolling shots, that's a seatbelt charge and possibly a dangerous driving charge for the driver, which is criminal. But just sticking the, their, their selfie stick out the window, eh, probably not a big deal.
Okay. All right. Uh, not traffic related, but were you ever auxiliary? If so, how rewarding was it? I was exhilarated 12 years as an auxiliary and as an auxiliary sergeant. I uh, I had a fantastic time. Best volunteer experience ever. If you're looking for a great way to contribute to your community, auxiliary is it regardless of where you you live. I think, uh, you know, try and help your community. It's great. And we need help. Uh, auxiliaries do fantastic things. And uh, I value them and I value my colleagues who I worked with as an auxiliary. So if you're watching auxiliaries, you're awesome. Uh, and if you're looking for a great opportunity to give back, that's the great way. We had, we had, I don't know when our next class is, but uh, we have a good program here. There are fantastic programs all across the province. Take advantage of the opportunity. Okay, we covered this already. Oh, all right. Uh, you get pulled over and an officer sees number of prior stops and if a verbal written warning was given. So a verbal warning is, hey, don't do that again. That's that's the extent of it. A written warning, we'd have our, an archive of those um, and we would see it. Yeah. And then you probably wouldn't get another warning. That's the whole idea of warnings. Can you pass on a solid yellow line? You can't get a ticket for crossing the line, but you can get a ticket for what you do once you're on the other side. Essentially, if you cause a collision because what you did was unsafe, if you didn't take heed to the warning of the solid line, uh, yeah, you could get charged for whatever you do as you know, aside from crossing the line. If there's a collision in the other, we talked about that. Okay. Do police have to have a reason to pull you over? Well, it depends on what you mean by reason. Did you have to break the law? No. Uh, we can pull you over to check that you have a license, to check that you have insurance, to check that you are sober, um, to check the status of your vehicle to make sure it's safe. Those are reasons. Ryan has a question. It is easy to envision a scenario where the best and most safe action is to break the law. For example, if you're being dangerously tailgated as you approach a stop sign, is there anything in the highway traffic to allow? There is no exemption. So it means that you could be charged and you would have to make that plea to the uh, to the to the court because you you know people get arrested for hurting someone in self defense because they've gone above and beyond or the story was misunderstood or it looks like two people fighting and it was you may get arrested you may get charged and you might be able to explain it after uh, but there's no oh I was I was in fear of my life so I I did 140 um, you know kilometers an hour when I, and that's why I was speeding officer like th th there's nothing like that um yeah am I allowed to drive my parents car we talked about that is it illegal for a full G driver to let a 15 year old practice in a parking lot so in a parking lot in Ontario you are not required to have a driver's license or money rephrase there is no charge that would be applicable on private property for driving without a license so is it conceivable that that could be done people do it people have done it people will probably do it forever that said stunt driving if if the activity was not just uh, tootling around and it was stunt driving and qualified that would be something on private property you could be charged for and if it led to a collision chances are your insurance company uh, would not pay for any damages they wouldn't cover you because the driver wasn't uh, insurable or insured because they're not licensed they, they they're kind of picky on that they want people with a license operating their vehicle 
Uh, okay, this is a question that I, I touched on earlier and we talked about last week. Uh, are Uber drivers allowed to pick up children without any car seats? Taxis do, because taxis are exempt and Ubers are not. Now, I don't necessarily agree with transporting children without required traffic uh, safety seat because as a, well, I have a certificate. Look at this. I got, I got my certificate. I haven't put it in a frame yet. Ooh, look at that. It's me, car seat safety educator instructor. Um, yeah, it's not safe. There's a reason car seats are required uh, for passenger vehicles. It is because you, you want to protect the kid. So taxis, yeah, emergency situation or a situation where you can't, you're stuck. There's got to be a way to get around. Uh, so they made exemptions for buses and taxis, but not for Ubers. And the question was, do you, we talked about this earlier. Can someone with a DUI go to the States? The U.S. can, can uh, um, whatchamacallit, they can deny you. And if you get denied, it's like five years. They can keep you out of the country with no appeal. It is incongruent for you to defend police parking next to crosswalks and push this Vision Zero campaign. No, son. This is, what you're talking about is crosswalks on private property. Uh, and they're policing an environment where they may not be able to go somewhere else. And they got to do the job they got to do. And at the end of the day, everyone's responsible for traffic safety. And part of that means you have to look and make sure it's safe to go. And if there's a car parking and blocking your view, either choose a different alternative location because you don't feel it's safe. Um, but to simply say uh, that that it's this the police doing the police work and that's not safe, well... The, the world is imperfect. Uh, it's both important for everyone to have a part in, in, in traffic safety, but police have a, a bigger job, not just traffic safety. They have a actual public safety, and they're doing a job. So, yeah, I appreciate you don't like it, but that's my answer. Uh, honestly, so many... Oh, here. Uh, so this is... Honestly, so many of my car friends have jammers and detectors. They think it's much cheaper than getting stunt charges and going to court. Only $170... Uh, for the fine for going 160 on the 401. So, A, it's a, it's $170 fine and three demerit points, and we seize the the item. Uh, but your friends are, well, how do I say this nicely? They're not good people if they're speeding on our roads and putting lives at risk, even if they think it's, you know, fun. Or, tell them to grow up and go take their cars to the track. Um, it is so disappointing to hear that people are investing money in ways of, of uh avoiding getting caught so they can break the law so they can be unsafe um yeah i would like to see that I'd, I'd like to see it go up from 170 to jail time frankly personal opinion only uh, but how do we convince people to just stop being dangerous and stop putting lives at risk i i, I got a real problem with that life is a, is a precious thing uh, that so many people don't seem to appreciate anyway uh, what's the fine for getting caught with a radar detector? I, this was probably out of sequence, but that's the fine, 170, uh, and, uh, and and then it's the three demerit points and seizing of the, the atom. Can other departments of TPS pull you over? Special constables, canine, et cetera. Special constables, they, so this is a, when I was a special constable, I had no authority, in, but they, they're now sworn on different roles. They have police cars with, with lights. Um, at very least, uh, they'd be able to take direction from a police officer and do something. Uh, but canine units are police officers. Absolutely, they can pull you over. ATF special constables, or sorry, ATF are, are a special unit, but they're still police officers. So a police officer can pull you over um, and, uh, and and lay charges. Special constables, I don't know if they lay charges in, uh, in relation to traffic offenses, if that's their role. Again, it's depending on what their specific role is. And I don't believe that they're doing traffic stops. They're not armed with firearms. That's a big component of traffic stops 
if I play my music loud while driving for my enjoyment, can I get a ticket for it? Yeah, unnecessary uh, noise. Whether it be your horn, a, uh, your screeching tires, your your engine, your exhaust, all of these things are unnecessary noise. It doesn't have anything to do with a safe operation of your motor vehicle. Uh, thus, you can get a ticket for it. And what is this? Talked about the cows. <laughs> Talked about this. If a radar is parked in front of your house, can you get them to leave? In front of your house? If you mean like a police car is parked in front of your house doing enforcement? No. Uh, if they're on your driveway and you say, I don't want you here, then sure. If they're on the uh, the, the public portion of the land, can, they, can you kick them off? If you ask them to leave, they probably would. But being parked in front of your house? No. It's not your property. Um, what's the worst ticket you wrote? The biggest one that I would frequently write was stunt uh, and cell phone. Two, two big ones. Um, and and those are big and important charges. But what's the worst ticket? Uh, I, I probably wrote that plus 10 tickets to one person. You know, I, I don't I don't pick and choose. I don't give you... I, very often, if you had like six or seven charges available to me, I'd write the important ones and not write them and give warnings for the others, but I'd document them all. Uh, I know we should report suspected impaired drivers. What else should we report if we know? Anything that puts immediate risk to life uh, you know, that's a 911 call. Uh, if it's something else, it's criminal. Uh, maybe you want to look at the, um, what's it called? Crime stoppers. Good option. Uh, but I, I would report anything that's criminal or dangerous, uh, because it's all about public safety. Higher amber lights and car girls. I want to stop that ringer, but I can't. How do I stop the ringer? Oh, decline. Uh, so, uh, amber lights and car girls and private cars. Why, why would they have those? Uh, but they're not specifically illegal amber lights, but why would you have them? All right. Dad joke time. My wife broke me out of prison last night. She just never lets me finish the sentence. Uh, my friend's wife broke him. Oh, <laughs> same joke. That's funny. My friend's wife broke him out of prison. I guess he was right. She literally couldn't let him finish the sentence. Wow. Two different perspectives. Okay. Uh, what other kind of dad jokes have I got? I haven't been here for a few days, so let me read these very, very quickly. I got to go. Uh, what kind of clothing should you wear in autumn? A harvest? Not good. Oh, Crystal had a, a comment here. I have, I have a question about the police in the 401. Do they have a boundary where they're allowed to go? Are they allowed on the full 401? Yesterday I saw... For the first time, at least 10 cops on cars, or cop cars on the floor. Uh, OPP and police in the province of Ontario, they can technically go anywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know where they're detached or what they're, if they have any jurisdictional boundaries, but they're the OPP, the provincial police, just like we're Toronto police, but we actually have powers of police in the province of Ontario. Okay, back to jokes. October 10th. Hey, Dad, someone at school said you look like an owl. That's actually a reasonable joke for this thing. Okay, Wednesday, October 11th. What kind of pets does Dracula want the most? This is terrible. A bloodhound? That's garbage. All right, that's it. That's all. Uh, I plan to be here tomorrow. So uh, with that said, I uh, I will take the opportunity to uh, to go live again and, and answer questions and stuff and things. So 
if you haven't already, please follow, please like, please share. And uh, here's the traffic song, which has been far too many days since it was played last. Have a wonderful day. Stay safe, drive sober, park legally. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes, and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Put down your cell phone, nobody needs you to text and drive on the DVP. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Stop at stop signs, look both ways, then go. Seat belt, save your life indeed. And watch your driving, don't speed. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. That's it. That's all. Oh, and I posted a video this morning uh, on TikTok. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Yeah. <laughs>